Good morning, everybody. Today, Mr. Hashem will be learning Daf Nun Vav and Maseches Nazir. And the only reason Andrew has a smile on his face is because he has no idea what he's in for. It is, I could not believe this. Andrew, I opened up an art scroll. Shout out to Chaim Zevin Linowitz Atzal, the chief editor of the Art School Gemara. I've never seen this in my life. 56A1, look at the note, Garanowitz. Note one, the first line at the very top. The discussion that follows is extremely complicated. That's a direct quote. Can you imagine? <laughs> Thanks, Art School. Now I feel encouraged. So, Andrew, you ready? It's like, they so. Did, at, they did that? They actually yeah, so at 5.37 a.m., we know already that we're in for it. How, how do we get here? Okay, well, remember Rami Barhama, Shira Schmidtman's PhD thesis in Barilan was on Rami Barhama? How could you forget? Well, he always asks a sharp question. And so he asks a sharp question. Two lines up from the bottom of Nunheim and Bay's 55B, Masiv Rami Barchama. What did Rami Barchama ask? So I'm going to say the complicated stuff outside, and then hopefully when we read it inside, we'll be able to understand something. You ready, Garanowitz? Put on your thinking cap. This is not messing around today. Okay, the, the parak that we remember last week, we discussed all the uh, morbid discussions of how a Nazir would become Tameh. Okay, we're learning Masechus Nazir. Let's, let's go step by step. We're learning Masechus Nazir. A Nazir can't drink wine. A Nazir can't get a haircut. A Nazir can't become Tameh Tumas Mace. We talked about, well, how much Tumas Mace would make a Nazir Tameh. The Torah, the Chumash, tells us that a Nazir that becomes Tumas Mace has to have a, it triggers like a purification process where he brings Karbanas and he gets a haircut. Okay, fine. So then we had a Mishnah that said, you know, that there are other forms of Tumah. First of all, a Nazir can become Tameh and Tumas Mace. That's less than the shear that we discussed, right? Like a revakav, let's say, of bone. And so, but he still becomes Tameh nonetheless. So, in addition, a Nazir can become a Zav or Matsora. A Nazir can have other forms of Tumah and become Tameh that way. And the Mishnah that we learned two days ago in Shabbos was saying, well, you know, we talked about, and the Torah itself says it explicitly, that when a Nazir becomes Tameh with the Tumas Mace of requisite amount that we were talking about last week, that would be so ser the Yamim. That actually sets back his Naziris, right? In other words, the days that he's Tameh, the days that he's purifying, not only does he lose those days, so let's say he committed to a 30-day Naziris, right? Um, so he would, and then all of a sudden on day 15, whatever, in the middle, he becomes Tameh Mace. He has to essentially start over, okay? That's not the case if he becomes a Matsura. Right, if he if it becomes a matzora or a zav, other forms of tumah, right? You don't lose, said the Mishnah. Those days they get subsumed. That's just like a regular dude that becomes tameh and he purifies. Mind you, those purifications don't necessarily need. Uh, uh, well, we'll get to the matzora where you have to shave your whole body, which is a problem. We're going to talk about that. That's where it starts to get complicated. But the purifications themselves, they, as the Mishnah says, you don't lose days of, of your Mitzora, you don't have to bring Karbanos, it's a different kind of purification process, and therefore, that purification, and also, it's not also for a Nazir to become Tameh that way. In other words, a Nazir can become Tameh, he's just not supposed to become Tameh Tomas Mace of a certain requisite amount. But if a Nazir becomes Tameh, he's not violating his Naziris, if he becomes Tameh in a different way, right, like a Zav or Mitzora, Anyways, so, so again, so those don't contradict his Naziris, and therefore, he can become Tameh in those ways, and it will not, right, it will, it will not set his Naziris back in terms of the counting. So then Rav Chista made a comment, 
of course, we're in the middle of a conversation, so we have to uh, we have to bring this all up. So then, Rav Chista yesterday made a comment that you know it's true. Let's say a mitzora. Here's the thing, Gorano. A mitzora has to shave his whole body, including his head. Wow. So, so the point is, he says that's going to be a problem because a nazir is not allowed to get a haircut, let alone shave his whole head. So, what are you going to do? You're going to shave your head as a Mitzorah as part of a regular purification process? That is a, going to be a violation of Nazirus. So he says, you know, if you had a long Nazirus, let's say you decided to commit to Nazirus for a year, and in the middle of that year, uh, you had the Mitzorah, you, you, may, you may have, you may be in a, in, a, in a pickle, but the truth of the matter is, if you, have, if you were a Mitzorah, you be allowed to shave because that's an asay dochelos asay, and you'd be allowed to shave just as part of that mitzvah, being being that mitzvah. And if it were like sometime in the middle of the year, right? You're you're going to be a nazi from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, and Pesach time, you for whatever reason got this tumah, and you had to go through it. Okay, so you had to go through, it, but you didn't lose any time, right? You don't have to make it up beyond Rosh Hashanah because it was all subsumed in that year. It was like a separate tumah procedure that you took care of, right? It's not like we said, like a nazirus tumah, right? It's not like a tumah smase in the middle of your nazirus. It has a different quality. But of course, says Rav Chista, if you only took on a 30-day Naziris and then in the middle of it, you all of a sudden had to shave your whole body, so then you're going to need the 30-day growth of hair in order to complete your Naziris and you're going to have to make up your Naziris. That's the, that's the point that Rav Chista made. And he said that in that scenario, right, we're not going to, we're, 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 we are, of course, going to add up days. But he was trying to say that if it happened in the middle of your Naziris, you would, it would just be subsumed and all the days would be accounted for. Okay, so so far, so good. This is not the most complicated thing. Like, why does our school have to get so excited? Well, here we go. Masiv Rami Barchama. Rami Barchama says, two lines up, Nazir Shayatame Besafek, Umuklat Besafek. 56A. And now we finally arrive at 56A1, top of the page. Ochel Bekadshim Laachar Shishim Yom. You could start eating after 60 days, eating Kadshim. And he can start, and that's, so that's a certain phase uh, of, of purification that takes 60 days. And then the next phase of purification, the completion of the Nazirus, which is indicated by the fact that he can now drink wine and be metamalamesim, that happens after 120 days. So what's the 60 days and the 120 days? Truth is, it's not Rami Barakama's fault. He's just quoting a Mishnah. This Mishnah is going to be appear later. So if you love what we're learning now, uh, Nuntes, it's, it's, it's coming up this week. What about Musa? What we oh, wait, there's a lot of Musa here. But the Musa here is that you have to hold cup. Right now, the Musa here is that if you want to... Okay, here's the Gerardowitz Musa moment. You, you can even learn something that... Art scroll itself calls extremely complicated as long as you learn it step by step, like the drip, drip, drip of the water that Rabbi Kiva saw having an impact on the rock. And so I'm going to walk you through it step by step. What is the 60 days? What is this 120 days? What is the case? The case is a Nazir who's a total mess, Goranowitz. He has no clue. He's, he has a suffix. Okay, the, even the art scroll says, yeah, we'll talk about how this can be later. Well, to, when we learn the mission on the test, but be that as it may, suffice it to say, he has a suffix whether he has tumas mace 
or is he a tsaras? In other words, I might have tsaras, I might not have tsaras, I might be, I might have touched a mace, I might not have touched a mace. All of these possibilities are in play. Okay. What does the person do? Well, now you have a conundrum, Karanowitz. You need to shave as a Matsura. You know, Matsura doesn't only shave once, he shaves twice. As part of his purification process, he shaves his entire body, and then he waits a week, and then he, first, first of all, the Tsaras has to go away. You know what I mean? You get an affliction. First, the Tsaras has to clear up. Then he shaves his whole body, then he waits a week as part of his purification process, then he shaves his whole body a second time. Well, if you're a Nazir and you know that you have Taras, maybe you could do it. That would be like an Asay Dochelosa say. But if you're a Nazir and you don't know whether you have Taras, you think you might have had Taras, so then you can't just out of suffix shave your whole body, because it's usser in, 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 unless you know for sure. It's usser shave when you're a Nazir. So what do you do? It's a conundrum. So this is where we get to the 60 and the 30 days. So let's assume a Nazir committed to a 30-day Nazirus, okay? And now he's not sure. Is he a Mitzvah or not? Is he a uh, Tomei Mesa not? So the Mishnah says the, thir- the 60 and the 120 days basically is four different stations, four different times where he's going to shave and purify himself, each one making up for one of the possibilities, right, of what he was, as follows. So what you do is like this. Wait until the last day. Okay, so again, the guy might be Mitzar, might be Tame, might not be either one. So wait until your last possible of Nazirus to shave, right? Again, you committed to uh, 30-day Nazirus. So you can't shave during that 30-day Nazirus because you don't know for sure that you're Mitzar. On day 30, you completed your Nazirus. So now, shave for your Tsaras, right? Shave everything off. And now, if you were a Nazir that was completely Tahar and you had neither Saras or Timas Mace, so this represents the completion of your Naziris. If, however, you were a Mitzora, right? And so, if you're a Mitzora, uh, so then you're going to, or, right, if, if, if you're Tame Mace, let's say, so then you have to, what? Resume your Naziris, for another 30 days as a makeup, right? Because if you're a Tomei Mace, that whole time, you have to make it up. <laughs> now, again, you're a Tomei Mace. If you knew that you were a Tomei Mace, you may have shaved earlier, right? You would have started the procedure earlier, but you had no clue what you were. So wait a 30-day period, and you make almost like a Tanai, I guess you could say. If you're a Tomei Mace, you have to start over, right? So do 30 days, shave. Do another 30 days, because just in case you're 30 days and you have to make it up, and then... Do a second shaving. Okay, so now after 30 days, for sure, you've done two shaves, you've shaved your whole body twice, right? Okay, so, right, instead of just shaving your head off, as you would if you were a Nazir completing a, ta- a Tahar Nazirus, you just shave your, you take, you take the extra precaution of shaving your whole body in case you're a Mitzora. Now, a Mitzora shaves his, his body twice. Usually it's around seven days apart, but it can be longer than that. So that's some, one, one of the things that's unique here, that you've shaved your whole body instead of just your head after 30 days, just in case you're a Mitzora. Then you shaved your whole body again after the next 30 days. Now you think by then, maybe you're totally done, right? Because after all, what did you do? You did three, two, you did two full 30, two full 30 days uh, sessions of Naziris. And you shaved your body twice. At this point, that's the 60 days where you can eat kachim. Because a Mitzorah is not allowed to eat kachim until he brings the karbanas and does the second shaving. So now you can eat kachim. You no longer have that issue of being a Mitzorah not allowed to eat kachim. Very good. Now, 
you're between the second. So now you, you've you've gotten the the first and the second thirty day phase done. Now between the second and the third. 30-day phase is where it gets, this is where the machlokus is. What goes on? Do they have charts for this? Actually, there is a chart. You're going to see. It, I think it's more confusing than helpful. But anyways. I thought I was going to go to Technion and Haifa, but you're scaring me now. Yeah, don't, the, my father, Oliver Shalom, uh, is a graduate of the Technion. Anyways. Get out of here. He yeah, I, I, I was born in Haifa, Garanowitz. Get out of here. Oh, so tell me. I'll tell you all about it, but not right now. You, I don't have time for that. Andrew? Yeah. Andrew oh, so he's a I'm a Haifa boy. You can't tell by my Haifanian accent. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. So here we go. So, so, so Andrew, he's not a Mitzvah anymore. He can eat Kachim. Is, is Naziris over? No. Why? Because if he was a Mitzvah, it's really only beginning. Because, again, if he was a Mitzvah, you have to resume. Again, if you're a Mitzvah, you. You're allowed to, the Mishnah is going to say, and this is where we actually, this is Rabbi Barachama's question. If you're a Matsura, you can, you can resume your Naziris, and those days might count, but you have to do your Naziris after all. So again, you committed to a 30-day Naziris. You found out like right away that you might be a Matsura, and now you have to wait. You have to, but you may not be a Matsura, so you can't shave yet. <laughs> So, like, even if you find out on the first day that you committed, right, the first day of 120, you found out that all of these tumors might be in play. So you have to go a full 30 days just in case the tumor wasn't in play. But you, and then you have to go another, and then you shave, and then you go another full 30 days, and you've only now begun to purify yourself of the tzaras. So that you've accomplished, and that, and kachim you can eat. But you may only, your Naziris might only just be the beginning. You might be a day one because this whole time you're in Mitzorah and you just finished your Mitzorah purification process all, and that purification process was delayed because you were a Nazir potentially. So now you finally started your Naziris after 60 days. Good. Okay. So then you're going to do another shave at 30, at 90 days in case you're in Mitzorah. Okay. like Nita. The same thing like Nita. Okay. A woman. Yeah, a lot of math. Yeah. And since, right. Now, now again, now, now there's another, there's one other rub and then we're done. So now the same shaving of your body can't purify for both Mitzorah and Tumas Mace. That's, that's the other issue. Otherwise you'd be done after 90 days because after 90 days you're going to shave again. Right? Every 30 days you're going to shave your whole body. So after 90 days you're shaving again. Okay, so you think, wait a minute, if you're a Mitzorah and you started your Naziris and you're shaving again, you're good. Problem is, Andrew, you might be a Mitzorah and Tumas Mace. Right, remember, all tumas were in play, and you might have gotten both. You might have been a Mitzorah who touched a mace also. And if that's the case, then you cannot use the same body shaving for both purifications. And for that reason, you now have to do another final 30-day stint for a total of 120 days, right, just in case you were, you're, uh, were both Tomei Mace and a Mitzorah. And then you have... After 120 days, shave for one final time, and now you can have a wine and Tumas Mace and hair cutting party. Very good. Now you're done with both your Tsaras and your Naziris. Good. That's the Mishnah and Tess. So at least we got a head start on that one, Andrew. What do Nazis do when they finish the Naziris? They become rabbis or what? Uh, that's a very good question. You know, the Naziris, you're really supposed to be. Uh, you're supposed to, this, the, the Nazir is supposed to be a giant Goranowitz Misser moment, right? You're supposed to recalibrate your relationship to, to uh, materialism.
essentially. And so, yes, you, when you come out of it, you're supposed to not just go back, you know, uh, like, it, this is why I'm not the rabbi of, of a shul. They have this thing in a community where they have flesh fest, where after the nine days, like, it's all bourbon and, like, side of beef, you know, to get back into the beef. If I was the rabbi, I would cancel flesh fest. I would say, and I would say differently. I would say, you know what, guys, if that's what you're going to do, I let, I'd rather you just eat meat during the nine days. This wow. is because, because this is just, like, to jump into it like this is just, seems to fly in the face of what we're trying to, 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 to do here, that wow. you're making such a massive celebration. Like, as soon as Tisha B'Av is over, like, you're in such jubilant barbecue and bourbon mode. It's like, maybe you should ease back into it. Maybe this whole nine-day period and three weeks has been lost on you. I would say better off just eat, like, deli and whatever you eat during the nine days and not have that party. So it's similar to that, right? The Mitzvah isn't really supposed to have a drunken, uh, you know, a, a drunken wine festival this day he comes out of his Naziris. The purpose of the Naziris was supposed to recalibrate and accomplish something as far as the relationship to uh, Vodas Hashem in the material way. Anyway, so what does Rabbi Muhammad asks? Rabbi Muhammad simply asks like this. If the Mitzorah Tumah counts towards, if the Tumah's Mitzorah, right, that we said, as Rav Chista said, counts towards your Naziris, then you don't really need more than 30 days between the second and the third shaving. So again, let's look now inside. We understand the, what, the, what the first two lines mean now, right? Nazir, who was Tame, he was a Suffolk, right? Tame, this was Rami Rahama's question, right? If he was a Tame, the Suffolk, or a Mukhlat, the Suffolk, right? He was a Suffolk, whether he was a Mitzorah. He's Ochel B'Kochim Lachashishim Yom, B'Shoshim Yom, B'Tam Amesim Lachamevitim Yom. What we just explained was why he's no longer a Mitzorah after 60 days and why he's no longer a uh, Nazir at all after 120 days. V'tani Allah, the question that Rami Barcham is going to be asking is from the Brisa that was said with respect to that Mishnah. What was that Brisa saying? That Brisa said, Bameb Dvarim Amurim. When was this said, Beniziris Muetes? That when was that said of the 30 day intervals, 30, then 60, then 90, then 20, is when a person only committed to a 30 day Naziris? That's called a Naziris Muetes, right? The shortest possible term. But let's say a person committed, as we aforementioned, to a year long Naziris. So what the Brisa says is actually quite simple. All the Brisa is saying is that if a person committed to 30 day Naziris, then every segment that we describe takes 30 days and that leads to a total of 120. Whereas if a person committed to a one year Naziris, then you prorate it, right? It's all the same, right? You just have a one year and then another year is two years after which you can, you're no longer Metzora. And then another year is three years and then another year is four years. And so it's the same thing. It's four stations, just a year apart instead of 30 days apart, where you can eat kachim and you're no longer mature after the second year. And after the fourth year, you're no longer a nazir. However, Rami Barham's question is, is, but if you think as our Mishnah, as, as Rav Chista had indicated in our, uh, based off of our Mishnah, if you think, Yome, that in fact, Right, the tsaras, that the days that you are a mitzora, 
are actually, you don't have to make up when you're a, in, right, the, the tzaras that you got in the middle of your nazir, so you don't have to make up those days. So then, then why are you waiting a whole full year? Why are you starting all over? Because after all, between the second, right, and the third station, right, it, there does not need to be another full Nazirus because after all, you already did. The only other thing you need is another 30 days just because you need a 30-day growth of hair, right? But, and, that's, and that's why you need to do another 30 days. But if the whole Tsaras was subsumed into your days of Nazirus, then it's just three years and 30 days. After you've completed the three years, you only, right, between the second and third, all you need is a, between this, right in the middle there, all you need is a 30-day period. You don't need another full Nazirus. Why do you need a full Nazirus? You were already a Nazir for the whole year. In other words, you, this entire time, right, whether it's 120 days or four, or, or four years, the entire time you're not allowed to, you have to treat yourself as a Nazir because of the suffix. That's a really long time to treat your extra time to treat yourself as a Nazir. But if the, again, if the Mitzar, if the Tsaras days are subsumed, so then you're treating yourself as a Nazir the whole time. Why are, are you redoing the Naziris every time? I can understand that in a case where it's 30 day intervals, then every time, Andrew, you're shaving your entire body after every time. So you can't, possibly finish the Naziris until you get at least 30 day growth back. So you're shaving and then you're going 30 days and you're shaving and going 30 days. You're doing it again. But if you're spreading a year between, so then, so then you don't have to wait a full year of Naziris. The issue is not the Naziris. The Naziris is supposed to have already counted. You've been doing Naziris already for three years. For Naziris, for Naziris, you only committed to one year. So why is it a four full year uh, area? Must be, says Rami Barhama. The Rav Chista is incorrect. It must be that the days that you actually uh, practice your Naziris in a state of t- potential Tzaras do not count towards your Naziris. And it is for that reason that, that you have the Bryce telling you that you have to actually practice Naziris for four full years. That's his question on Rav Chista. That's a really good question, Andrew. Avod Masiv Ravashi. So now Ravashi is going to pile on Rav Chista and is going to ask a question from Rebrisa. This question is going to be so much more straightforward that's not even funny. The Rebrisa says like this. So the Rebrisa, you made too much olin lo minyan. From what, what's the source? How do I know that the days of Tumah, Tumas Mace, don't count, right? Because as we said, the basic idea is that Tumas Mace doesn't count because, so we, that we know from the Pasuk. That's like from the Chub. That is from the Sukim and the Chumash themselves. It teaches you that those days don't count towards your Naziris. So, where do I know that the days of Tsaras aren't counted towards your Naziris? Vidinu. We learn from a logical, right, Kava Chomer, or a logical argument as follows. Well, we know that when you become Tamei Tumas Mace, you have to shave and bring a Korban. And you know that just like the procedure for Yemei Tumah involves shaving your whole, right, sh- shaving your head and bringing a korban, so too the procedures for a mitzorah, right, also has some similarities where you have to shave your whole body and bring a korban. 
So we're making the following logical argument, which isn't really logical, but it's more like one thing looks like the other. Because the two are so similar, you might come to the conclusion to say, just like they made Tuma, as the Torah explicitly says. They made Tumas Mace, don't count towards his Naziris, so too, right, the, the days of his Tsaras should not count towards his Naziris. This my friends, sounds like a much more primitive form of the same question. But it really isn't, re- it isn't really as compelling, right? Because all it's saying is like, well, you know, shaving and bring carbonos kind of looks the same. If it looks the same, it probably has the same halacha. It's not necessarily true, right? The Gemara says, I don't know about that. Right, if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, it's probably a duck or whatever. So, like so that, yeah. Yeah, that was a good contribution, Gronos. So he says, says, wait a minute. But then the Bryce says, yeah, but maybe it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, and it's not, right? Says the Bryce, So It's like, well, they have some similarities, but you might say that the made to muscle are, in fact, unique in that they don't count towards your count, but maybe they may... They may chiluto, right? The days of Tsaras will actually, you know, they will count towards the count. Right? So maybe that's not, right? Maybe only the Tumas Mace. As the Rush points out, actually, over here, that's what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk says, Right? So, you know, that, uh, that I didn't explain one detail of this, which is, you know, there's also a, a dissimilarity between the Mitzvah and the Tumah. After all, the Tumah, and this is, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't spell this out in, at, this, at this juncture, which is to say, the Tumah of Tumah's Mace is so sarsakodmim, as the Rush points out, which is to say, it actually, you have to go back to the beginning. The Mitzvah never has to go back to the beginning. So even though there are some similarities at the end where you have to shave and you have to bring karbanos, we already know built into the halachas where the sukim themselves say that a, that a nazir becomes tame. It's so so the meha kodman. You have to go back all the way to the beginning. That's never true of a Mitzvah, right? The Mitzvah doesn't have to go back all the way back to the beginning. And therefore, while it's true that there are some similarities, there are also some dissimilarities. And therefore, to say that the halacha would have to be the same with respect to what counts and doesn't count to your Naziris is, is probably, un, uh, it's probably jumping to conclusions that are not at all Guaranteed, because after all, while it's similar in some ways, it's dissimilar in other ways, and therefore Tuma and Saras probably don't have the same uh, same halacha. However, the Gemara says you still might be able to make a kalvachomer from one to the other. Says the Gemara, Amr kalvachomer. Maybe you could say a kalvachomer. What's a kalvachomer? Uma nazir bekever shesara royalitiglachas nazirus. What's a nazir bekever? This dude did something very unusual. You know, you're not allowed to become Tommy Mace when you're a Nazir. But he actually committed to his Naziris in the cemetery itself. We already actually learned this case. What happens when you commit to Naziris in a cemetery? So we have a very interesting halacha that you become Tahor, right? Only, first of all, you, your Naziris only starts when you leave the cemetery. And you don't have to really go through a whole Tahor process. You just. 
Oh, you, you bring up a good point. There were calories if you do a mistake in the, you know, what we're discussing. It, it sounds so serious that you make a little boo-boo. We're about to get into it, actually. You're, as you often do, you got anticipation going on of Ninvavim Bays. I still, I'm still convinced that you cheat and learn the whole daf the night before. But whichever, however you get to it, you are actually anticipating something. It's something called Bias Mikdash Betuma, which is in fact going to be a very, very serious iser. And, um, and yes, we're about to discuss that. But before we get to that, you're about to get it right very, very soon. So you're right. There are some aspects of this issue that are very serious. Be that as it may, here's the point. When it comes to a Nazir, he's only, the only thing he's going to have to do to become Tahar, if he actually committed to Nazirs in the cemetery, is he has a funny thing. The commitment obviously can't take hold in the cemetery itself because he's going to become Tommy Mace right away. And However, we actually triggered the commitment such that as soon as he gets out of the cemetery, he's going to sprinkle some water on, not going to go through a whole purification process, but you're going to sprinkle, right, the Yimei Tahara on him. And as soon as he becomes Tahar, boom, that, that Naziris, which he had committed to, let's say even days before, if he slept in the cemetery a couple of nights, then that Naziris is going to kick in right, right away. However, what's interesting is he's going to, like we said, not shave. So the same head of hair, that he had on his head, right? The same uh, mane of hair that was on his head at the time that he was in the cemetery committing to his Naziris, he keeps throughout his Naziris, and then he's going to shave it afterwards. Says the Gemara, an interesting Kavachomer. He says, if you can keep, if, if you can't keep your hair because of Mitzora, so again, the Nazir himself can keep his hair if he committed in a cemetery. And Mitzora, when he has to purify himself, can't keep his hair. He has to shave his whole body, not, not once, but twice. So if you can't keep your hair as a Mitzora, you shouldn't have those days count towards your Naziris. Like, you know, you can't take it with you. Like, if you can't take your hair with you, then you shouldn't be able to bring your days of Naziris with you. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of interesting Kavachomer. So it says, the Gemara, Oman, Nazir, Bekevish, Lachas, Naziris. Right, just like a Nazir who makes a commitment to Naziris in the Beis Akvaros, right, in the cemetery, and he, even though his hair is suitable for shaving, he still gets to keep it. Ain olin lomina minion, right, and nevertheless, the days of Tumah that he had don't count towards his Naziris, and that's like the crux of, this, of the Kalvachomer, that the days that he had Tumah in the cemetery don't count to Naziris, right? The Naziris doesn't start until he gets out of the cemetery and becomes Tahar, then you may chaluto. Chaluto again is always referencing the tsaras. Then so too, the days of the tsaras, ain't sara rai letiglachas nazirus where his hair is not going to be suitable, right, for the head for shaving nazirus. Which is to say, you you can't just count it towards it. You have to shave completely in order to get the tahara from the nazirus. And therefore, right, it's unlike. Right, the hair that you have on your head when you commit to Naziros, you get in the cemetery, you get to keep. But the hair that you, that you have on you when you got Saras, you don't get to keep that before you purify that. You have to shave. You can't take it with you. So you would think, local shaking that those days should not count toward, of the Saras, should not count towards your Naziros. And says, from this Kavachome, however, the Gemara says, Okay, so from that Kavachome, I'll know 
that the days of his Tsaras are certainly not going to count towards his Naziris. How do I know that also, that's the days of his Tsaras, right? Because after all, again, when a person gets Tsaras, they first have to heal and then they have to purify. But you may see for nine. how do you know that the days of counting between uh, the body shaves, right? The first and the second time he shaves his bodies, uh, that those are not going to count those terms either. So that, Vidinu, that's a second Kavachomer on top of a Kavachomer as well. How so? As we turn to Nervavim Beis, that just like his days where he knows that he has to wait for his saras to clear up um, require shaving, so too the days that he's counting in between also require shaving. That's the end of the Kavachomer. That just like the days of Chiluta, right, where he's getting his saras to clear up won't count towards, towards it based off of the Kavachomer we said before, so too the days of his counting, right, should also not count towards the day before. And therefore, you do a Kavachomer uh, that's a little, with a little bit of extension, comes out that you're not going to that count the days of his saras, right, towards the counting of the Naziris. As the Gemara says, Yochalaf may has Gerokain, right, um, now, when you weren't sure, you might have thought. Now, so now it limits the kavachom. It says you might have thought that even the days of hesger. What's hesger? Hesger is um, confinement, right? Con- is when you are in quarantine because you're not sure whether you have COVID or not, or whether you have tzaras or not. then, and in fact, it's logical to assume that because that you you know that it doesn't work. Why? Because we already learned that if you are for sure a Mitzorah, then you're going to be Metame uh, through sitting or lying on an, on an object. And just like you have that level of Tumah, right, that potency of your Tumah is actually uh, something that you have when you're, when you're a full Mitzorah, so too when you're a Suffolk Mitzorah in quarantine, when you haven't, it hasn't yet been determined by the coin whether you have it for sure or not, so to then, you're going to be Matam Mishkov and Moshev. How do we know that? Because we already learned Megillah, Dav Chesam, and Beis, and it finds that, and we find that, that we already discussed that there. However, Therefore, you might have said that just like the days where you're for sure a Mitzorah don't count towards your Nazirus, so too, the days that you were a Suffolk Mitzorah should not count in your Nazirus. Amarta, lo. So you might have thought that, but for that, we say that analogy is not valid, right? It is similar, but there's also an obvious difference between the Yemei Chiluta and Yemei Hesgero as well, as follows. What's the difference? Because if you say, by the way, you might have noticed, this is a really long brisa, but we're going to get to the point in a second. If you say about the days of Tzara'as, Shekin Chiluta Ton Tiglachas Mevi Korban, that when you have a real tzaras and it's already confirmed, chiluto, right? It's already confirmed. So you're going to have to shave your whole head and shave your whole body, in fact, and bring a korban. Lefichach ain't olin. That's why it's not going to count towards you, Naziris. Can you really say the same of the days of your confinement, quarantine, when you're not sure? You know, when you come out of those days, if it turns out, that you were not a Mitzorah, you don't have to shave, you don't have to bring Karbanas, you're just in quarantine. So how can you compare apples to oranges, right? How can you compare, you may, it's clearly, okay, so there's a similarity. 
we learn Yeshakoach. We learn in Megillah Daf Chesam and Beis that you're Metame b'Maga uva Masa. But we didn't. But we, or or b'Moshav, right? But we didn't Mishkav b'Moshav. But we didn't, you know, claim that they're the same. They're clearly not the same. One is a quarantine that's like precautionary, so to speak, right? Where you're waiting to find out whether you, in fact, are a Mitzorah. And if it turns out you're not, you're not going to bring a Korban. It's not going to shave your body. So it's very different than it being actually declared a confirmed Mitzorah. So, so you say, and maybe perhaps it is for that reason that those days of confinement should count towards the Mitzorah. Mikan Amri may sifr me gemara ain't all in lemon a minion. And for that, on based off of that, they said that you may sifr may gemara that when you're mitzora, right, and you're actually confirmed mitzora, those days are not going to count towards you, towards your nazirus. But if you had some other kind of tuma zav and zava, you were like one of these garden variety tummy uh, that a person has like that's internal, right? That's that's um, nothing to do with nazirus. Or tzaras, so then certainly those are going to count, right? Or even you may hezger, or the days where you're just in quarantine uh, for a right for a not yet confirmed tzaras, those days are certainly going to count towards your days in nazirus. In other words, if if a if a nazir, if a person commits the year long nazirus and he has some mishaps in the middle of the year, he has a, a case where he's concerned. Maybe he has tzaras and he's in quarantine. And then it turns out he doesn't, or if he has a zav, okay. So those are forms; uh, those are forms of potential tuma or actual tuma that have nothing to do with his nazirus. And certainly those days would count. Well, what's the question? The question is that if he's a confirmed mitzora, it sounds like those days certainly do not count towards his nazirus, which is in direct contrast with what Rav Chista had said. That is how we get to the question. And so, thirteen lines down, and in Vavim Beis, at the almost symbolic time of six fourteen a.m. We have completed the brisa, and we're going to we're going to bring it home with the question. Katani Mias, The brisa says, The brisa clearly says that if you were actually right, that if you're actually confirmed saras, that you're going to actually have the days not count towards the nazirus. But my, what would be the case? If you're going to tell me about nazirus muetes, which we've already defined as a thirty day nazirus, the minimum term. So then it's obvious that they don't count towards your Naziris because you need 30-day growth, Andrew, of hair to, at the end. So that can't be the case. It must be that the Bryce is talking about a case where the Naziris was, let's say, a year-long commitment or whatever. Naziris Maruba. Only the Minamin. And yet the Bryce says that it's not going to be counted towards your Naziris if you're a Mitzorah Mukhlat. We see, therefore, that according to that brisa, a contrary position to Rav Chista, that in fact the days of your tzaras do not count towards your nazirah shmamino. And in fact, we get up to the Mishnah in the middle of Nevav and saying that Rav Chista, in fact, is disproven, both by the question of Ravashi and by the very, very uh, intricate question of Rami Barchama and by this open brysa that seems to imply, right, that it is in fact not the case that Yemei Mitzorah will count towards your Naziris. In fact, it sounds like they would not. So now we arrive at the Mishnah, and the Mishnah says, This is exactly what Goranos was talking about. What do you mean, Chayavin Al Mikdash? The answer is, anybody who's Tamei Mace, 
right? If he goes into the base of Mikdash on purpose, he has, as the Torah says, he's Chayev Kares, exactly like what says. Now, yes, if he's going to enter not on purpose, he's going to be a Chayev Akorbet Olivier. He's, he's going to have to be, he's going to Chayev Chatas, because that which you're Chayev for Kares B'mezid, you're Chayev Chatas, right, Beshogeg. But be that as it may, so what would be the threshold? So our Mishnah says an interesting thing. We just had a big conversation about the type of Tumah that would require for you to shave on, right? Shave his head. That which would trigger the purification process of the Nazir. Says the Mishnah, any, uh, the shear, as it were, the same shear that would actually trigger the Nazir to actually have to shave his head is going to be what triggers the amount of Tumah, so to speak, that's going to be Mechai of you to not enter the Amazing. What is it talking about here? Tumazav, right? And Saras would would possibly be Chayev, but right, but a minor Tumas Mace would be not. Because again, it says, In other words, if it's a real Tuma, if you're at Mitzora or you're a Zav, right, we consider Tuma. Or if you touch the mace of a proper shear, all those are going to be chayev. But a tumas mace she'ein hanazir megaleach aleha. If you touched a thimble full of corpse dust, okay, getting back to that, then if it's not going to be enough to trigger a haircut for a nazir, it's not going to be enough to make you chayev for going into the mikdash. That's what our mission is saying. And to which Amar Rabbi Meir, love. Tehezu kolam in He disagrees. Lo tehezu kolam in And he says, no. You're still going to be chayev because after all, what do we say about a sheretz? We know that if you touch a little tiny buggy, that's going to be a tumah that's going to be also biyasa mikdash. And therefore, why? And even though, what? If you're a nazir and you touch a little bug, you don't have to shave. That doesn't trigger your hair. So the sheretz is actually a really good litmus test that it does not trigger the nazir's haircut. And yet, it does impart the amount of tumah that would in fact... Um, Allow, make it also for you to go to the Mikdash, and therefore, says Rabbi Meir, he should not be allowed to enter the base of Mikdash, um, even with a minor, more minor tumma, because the fact is that there are, there is a test case scenario where you are not tame enough to, to trigger a haircut purification process as a Nazir, but tame enough to not be allowed to enter the Mikdash. Um, so we ran out of time for the Gemara over here, but the Gemara, I'll just say quickly outside, discusses the idea of Rabbi Yezim, Mishum Rabbi Yeshua, Gamarla. He asked the question. He didn't learn from Rabbi Yeshua, but Mishum Rabbi Yeshua, Mamal Gamarla. He learned from a different Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua, So that is not a complicated um, Gemara. It's just a Gemara that discusses, right, who did he learn this halacha from and, and learns uh, an interesting halacha that when you quote somebody, you don't have to quote all the way back to the Masorah. So that Gemara, it's a shame that we didn't cover the real estate because it would have taken us a minute and a half, but we don't have that because we have to start Shachris. Bezat Hashem. I don't think we're here tomorrow, but Bezat Hashem will resume on Wednesday. Right, Andrew? Bezat Hashem Wednesday.